Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined on the phone, I got Vance and Todd. Hello. Hi, you two. Hi. Todd. Hello. Hi. I'm here. Okay, good. I, I, I mixed that up a little bit. I didn't wait for Vance mm-hmm. to say hi. So Yeah, and you messed this all up. I did. I threw start, off the time. Start, start over. I will not. No. <laughs> the show must go on. <laughs> so We don't edit here at the Fatty Z Muskie Prod podcast that's mm-hmm. i try not to and i'm pretty successful yeah. at it so i do have ranger he's off to my left vance's in spirit in front of ranger so speaking of ranger if anybody wants a really nice ranger guess what <laughs> um this show is brought to you by fatty z musky products fatty z we're on facebook instagram twitter website is up to date everything is that's there is in stock unless Two orders roll in and they wipe out some colors, which I am down to singles in some of these colors. So if uh, if you guys want something in standard colors, be sure to check out Musky Tackle online. Aaron has a great selection. He recently stocked up not long ago, a few weeks ago, Max. And he will be, um, you know, great service. $75 last time I checked to get free shipping. Everything is, uh, you know, he's fast. Just great guy to deal with. So check out Muskie Tackle online. If you want something a little bit not standard colors, go check out Team Rhino Outdoors. And Jeff will hook you up there. He has the exclusive colors that I paint exclusively for him. I'm not saying the C word. So with that, check those out there. The rod holders, fall trolling, fall fatties, banging fish baby. Um, a lot of rod holders have been leaving, but... Rest assured, I got plenty of inventory there. If you're looking to set up your boat, please give uh, our products a look. I would appreciate it. You know, I could talk to you. I'll give you an honest assessment on what I feel is the best for your needs. So reach out to me. You can contact me through any of the social media outlets or through the website. With that said, it's Muddy Creek around. Anybody from Muddy Creek? Yeah, we're here. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Give us a call, please. No emails at this time. You can't email. You'll be getting to talk to Vance, and he really doesn't need to be dealing with that with all that's going on. But uh, give us a call. We got a lot. Uh, Blow his email up. No, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to get that all situated here this winter when we're done fishing. I'm on a 16-day binge right now. I'm a little wore out. I'm going to be honest. Uh, but uh, Book them up. We're good. We're good. We we got dates open. We have a few dates left for the fall here between Vance and I, and uh, get a hold of us. It's time. We both got. Uh, we'll talk about it a little later on, but you know, both boats have got the. Each of us got our biggest fish of the season here recently. So, in the last couple of weeks, fall is here, and we're hoping to break that again. So. Give us a call. We'll do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish. Excellent. Dang right. We'll be fishing out of Ranger Boats. Big shout-out to them for sponsoring this podcast. And big shout-out to Vicks Marine and Sports Center in Kent, Ohio. Check them out. Winter's coming around. Uh, You know those boat dealers are loving the winterization process right now. No better place to do it than Vicks. They're fishermen. They know how boats work. They know how to set them up uh, um, and close them up for the for the season. 
Uh, if you're in the market to get a boat for next spring, uh, check them out there. They got a you know plethora of boats. We always talk about them: Starcrafts, Star Welds, and the Ranger boats. Check them out. Excellent, Saint Croix rods. Big thanks. You're out there. We're going to talk a lot about some fishing rods today. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to ask any questions to give this topic away. But if you're looking for one, there's a couple ways you can find them. We're going to talk about the one way. I'm really leading into what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But you can also go to the store if you're not going to do it the way we're going to talk about. I'm going to stop talking in circles. I was having yes. fun with that. But you anyways, about. what do you want to talk about? Talk about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So check out... <laughs> There's a, a lot of the big box stores carry St. Croix rods. You can go in there, you can pick them up, you can touch them, feel them. You know, if anyone's like me, I'll grab a rod and I'll like put like the butt grip, you know, at the end of the rod against the floor with my foot and I'll grab the rod tip and I'll give it the old feel. I don't know. You kind of just know what you're looking for. <laughs> this, am I the only one that does that on this show? That bends a rod and be like, yeah, I can see how this would load up rather than just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Whipping it like. Some people pick them up and like hold them like a rifle. Yeah, I've seen that. That and they're like looking up the the eyelets. I'm like, oh man, this guy's serious. He's well, serious. Well, what I, if one is off? What <laughs> if one is off? Yeah. What is? What if one is not quite straight? Well, I'll give you guys a but little background on this. Muddy Creek fishing guides. Yeah, it won't be long till you'll see some eyelets that are twisted, metal. On, glued on, cut off. Yeah, not there. Ever. Yeah, that's just what we do. Mm. Okay, I got a Let's little tidbit for that. Baby. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> little tidbit. When I was fishing with Eric all those years ago, and we would go to various places, you know, we'd look at fish and tackle together. He was a big rod guy, and he would grab all like the higher end rods, and he would like, I would say, look look down them like a telescope. He'd put them up to the light and kind of look down them. And we went to this one place. I'm not going to name names. And he's like, the reason why their prices are so, you know, under retailed by a little bit, he goes, all of these rods are seconds. He goes, every single one of them had a defect. And I look at him, I'm like, I don't see it. But he was picking them out and he was looking, he goes, this rod blank just curves a little this way. That didn't pass inspection. This one, this eyelet's off a little bit. And he would nitpick these rods. So, you know, that was something. Now, this wasn't, I wouldn't call it a big chain. But, mm. you know, it was like their prices were always better than the other box stores. And yeah. uh, that was, you know, when really it wouldn't matter for the normal guy. But I guess, you know, he, he was a higher end rod guy, you know, and mm-hmm. it made a difference. He didn't want one that was, you know, twisted a bit. I mean, and we're not talking like noticeable by holding it. It's yeah. when you yeah. shoot down it with your eye and you look at the eyelets and, you know, what have you, looking at all the wrappings and the epoxy jobs and stuff like that, you can pick that stuff out. So, you know, it, they are made by humans, so you are you can't have one perfect. So there is a little bit to it. But me, I just do it, put it on the floor, give it the old bend. I'm like, yeah, I think that's about what I want. Been a that's while. what I do, too. I'm like, man, I really could see myself breaking this thing. I'll take it. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Write it up. Sold. What's the warning? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's discuss warranty here. 
It's like buying a car for Vance. Mm. <laughs> yeah, my gear is just crap right now. It's so bad. I need a warranty. Yeah, and I got to see some of it yesterday, and we're, we'll talk more about it because <clears throat> I'm going to keep doing this until because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Man, about it. So, tell us about Muskie's Inc., Todd. Muskie's Inc. Muskie's Inc. Yo Yo Up Down. Get a hold of your local chapter. They got them all throughout the country. Very important to be involved in Muskie's Inc. There's always some haters out there. There's always some people that are going to put some negative stuff out. But I mean, it's our sounding voice. It's the only way we can get. It's our biggest way we can get stuff done in your local state. Uh, you know the power of people getting everybody involved, getting getting the name behind it, you know, or I know most of the states around here have all got stuff done. New York has made changes. Pennsylvania's made changes. Those are the only ones I'm really associated with much at all. But I mean, it happened through Muskie's Inc. That's the way we were able to get a hold of the fisheries and get to talking to people. You know, you just go up there and knock on their door. They're not going to talk to you, but you go in and say, Hey, look here, let's talk about this. Uh, I, I think it's really important to be a member of Muskie's Inc. Always will be. As long as I'm still up and breathing, I'll still send in my money. It's the price of a bait nowadays. So, uh, always make fun of the guys that were like, ah, they want this much money. I was like, yeah, okay. So you have a Ranger boat and a new 2,500 Chevy Silverado. And you're putting $90 in the tank every week, <laughs> every couple minutes. And you're afraid of, yeah. Then really, you're not really wanting to help the cause cause being better muskie fishery educating people all that kind of stuff that's what muskies inc is all about get a hold of them find a chapter get involved start putting those fish in that lunge log yeah good stuff it is good stuff all right i like it we haven't done this in a while but we've had some guests on recently, so we're going to start back up because we don't have a guest. If you guys had to choose, and this this is a conscious choice. This isn't you forgot it. Mm-hmm. You have all your release gear, but there was a person holding a gun to your head and said, you have to leave your pliers at the dock or your hook cutters at the dock. Everything else stays. One of them has to... It's ransom. You have to pay one of them. Which one is staying in your boat, and which one's sitting on the dock? Mm. Shit. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'll go. Yeah. Obviously, I don't want... Obviously, I want them both. But for me, I would say I I have to leave one of them back. I'm gonna have to leave the cutters because I don't want to I don't want to cut snip the hook and have the fish swimming around with the thing in its mouth. You know, you can get some work done with pliers. Hook cutters are a one-dimensional tool. <laughs> uh, I can get some stuff worked out. I've been in the situation where I didn't have cutters when I was walking the stream or something and actually like pinched the barb down on the hook and then was able to remove it with my pliers. 
I just have cutters, man. Now I don't want to ruin what Vance is going to say, so I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to keep my mouth shut for a minute. But okay, that's so my answer. You're leaving the cutters or staying with the gunman? I'm staying with the thing that, and most of my pliers do have a little snipper down at the back end. Mm-hmm. Wish I've used that too, you know. But it's really hard to like use the cutters to just pop a hook that's just stuck in your side a little bit or something, you know. So, yep, that's what I'm going with. I'm with pliers. Vance? Yeah, I gotta have pliers. Absolutely have to have pliers. Uh, leaving the cutters back could get a little aggressive in there in the net or whatever when you're trying to pop those hooks out without the cutters, but uh, I think pliers are... Man, they, you know, they might be like the second most important thing. In releasing. Top yeah, two. Top e- two. Even when we're cutting, like I, I do the snip and instantly I'm telling guys, hand me those pliers. Yeah, because you're grabbing the hook. Uh, you're you're trying to get the little, little prongs out. Yeah. yeah. Trying to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Gotta have pliers. Would suck to not have cut- cutters. It's mm-hmm. would suck a lot more not to have pliers. Well, what I was going to bring up, but I wanted to hear what Vance had to say first, was I'm sure this was kind of brought up, you know, when we were brainstorming, was the tools are so kind of close to each other. Todd kind of hit on it a bit, is that one could almost act as the other one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of times, you know, not in a mouth of a fish, but doing other things to where I had a pair of cutters that I then treat as pliers. You just got to be a little more ginger with them. Yeah. Like, don't reef down on the on grabbing them tight. But then again, Todd brought up, you know, you do have some cutters on some needle nose. But generally, those long needle nose pliers are really flimsy when you're really, you know, squeezing them hard you get the handles to bend i'm like there's not a lot of power getting transmitted there yeah Um, and you're down there your 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 finger is to use that as a cutter you might as well just (laughs) stick your hand right in your mouth exactly Mm -hmm. because it's in their throat or their gills you're (laughs) squeezing the gills that's the bad part i'm thinking of my 12 inch pliers that i have you know and that's what i'm thinking of too (laughs) yeah not a fair needle nose that's why i want those pliers so, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking almost like for years I went without cutting hooks. And upon cutting hooks, I realized how much quicker and how much nicer the fish look than when, you know, you're just in there just, oh, I'm going to get this one out. And you're just kind of doing the old shake. Like you put <laughs> weight and then you slam it down on them just to try to pop it free and cartilage yeah. is cracking and what have you. <laughs> And, you know, but like, of course, everyone has those situations where like, well, I didn't need cutters here. Well, I didn't need pliers here, you know, whatever. And, you know, I almost want to say that, I mean, you're going to get stranded in in some situation if you don't have one or the other. (laughs) But I have just gotten so used to cutting the split ring. Like when, (laughs) when when I do go fishing and I get one, I just almost reach right for the split ring bust that split ring and just get that bait out of there yeah i mean rather than trying to cut a hook point it's 
how quick can I get this thing, the the bait out of my way, whether it's, you know, fish, you know, a, a water release or in the net. And the, for me, the quickest point is find that split ring, pop it, because normally it's not as buried as deep as a hook point. I got that bait out of the way of its mouth. Then I can get in there, whether I'm going to hold his mouth up with the boga or jaw, you know, jaw spreaders. And at that point, I'm going to probably say I would, I would stick with my Nipex hook cutters mm-hmm. just because just my, you know, I, I'm not nearly putting up the, the numbers you guys are, but for me to get that bait out of the way, I've, I, have you guys, well, I, this is more of a pike thing. You pop the hook out of the pike's mouth, it flops around, and then there's a hook under its belly. You pop that one out, it flips out, and there's one in its back. Oh, I, it happens every day. Yeah, oh, I it just, happens all the time. so I, I'm, that's where I'm going with that is I think that I would be, I'm not going to have the reach, but mm-hmm. if I had to leave one, I'd leave the pliers. Because then I'd, I'd MacGyver something. Now, granted, I do have that uh-huh. Baker hook out that acts as pliers, but that's kind of cheating because you guys don't have it, and I do. So, yeah. you love your hook out thing. You're different. You're different again every time. Yeah, Not every time. But yeah, that hook out thing is really nice. If people haven't seen it, it's it's this little hook that's inside of this sleeve of a, this this aluminum sleeve. You can just hook the hook onto something. You squeeze this handle, and it like locks it into place. <laughs> and and it's nice because it's like eighteen inches long, and you know mm-hmm. you grab it, and you can give it a good you know a shove on it on stuff. And but the other thing I use it for is when I'm you know I have a a bait. Let's just say he's hooked on I don't know the back hook. If I don't want that bait flopping when I'm reaching for that split ring, I hook I hook onto the just front hook, the hook, and then I yeah. hold the bait off to the side. So if the fish goes mm-hmm. bananas, you know it's not shaking uh, a bait against my hand. So I mean, it to me, it's I really like my digits. So, mm-hmm. anyways, you have. Oh, oh, I remember oh, when oh, I yes. went out in your in your boat with that thing. I think you have like a piece of string tied to it. And I was oh, like, I, what the I hell have, is this thing? I have string tied to all my release tools. Yes, you do. Well, not yes, so much do. anymore. My 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 boy got some scissors and they saw string and they cut them all off. So I got to redo it. But <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a believer in that Baker hook out thing. Todd, remember we we unhooked that one musky for that guy. Yeah. Yep. So yes, I do remember that was that little. It, it's not it's not the savior. I mean, yeah. n- none of those tools no, are saviors. No. You know, independently, no. but no. No, it's all <laughs> pain in the ass when you net them all. Yes. There's there's nothing oh, it's else. Terrible. There's no other way to put it. It's the worst. I've been begging people. Like after we've caught a couple. Okay, you already got two thirty eights today. There's a, there's this is another one. Can I pl- please just water release this one? <laughs> if we just, mm-hmm. you've got some pictures, and some people are good with that, and other people aren't. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. you ought to do? Just take the pliers, grab the bait, pick the fish right up into the boat with the fish hanging off the bait, and say, "All right, stand behind it." <laughs> yeah, vertical hold with yeah, the it would bait be, it would be better than jamming them in the net and then untangling the big cluster f that you have on some of those fish but yeah oh. i'd sort of like to go to next year new some new rules as we're not netting these fish unless yeah. they're x size i mean we're gonna go to ocean rules maybe yeah you're just gonna there have them go. leader it hold the leader Sit there, look at it. It's got one hook. 
Mm -hmm. Dylan, hurry up, get a picture beside your fish while it's in the water. Because if I net it, it's going to be a big cluster. <laughs> Todd's going to employ the system they use at roller coasters to where they take your picture at a certain time. So, like, when someone <laughs> yeah. leans over the gunnel, it, it activates <laughs> it, and they're just like, look up, and there's just yeah, a camera permanently mounted there. And at yeah. the end of the day, he'll set up this, like, little booth, Bluetooth style, and be like, okay, here it is. <laughs> Which one do you want? Yeah. You can hit print. <laughs> yeah. I used to do that and try to go into those little, like, kiosk areas or whatever where you could see on that roller coaster where they took your picture, and then I would t try to take a picture of the picture they were showing me and sometimes it would work sometimes it would not yeah. oh so, <laughs> so you're cheating the system there <laughs> charging yeah, 80 dollars to get in was just too much so that extra 15 bucks for the photo for this photo yeah to prove that you were there yeah on some terrible roller coaster generally it's in a tunnel that they get those pictures mm -hmm. yeah perfect well whatever that's what we're doing next okay year. okay so there it is all right it's been a few weeks we're gonna catch up with just how everyone's been doing vance has some really good stories todd i believe has some stories as well and a lot of these stories are gonna revolve around fishing rods so they're kind of i can't really set a flow to this show so we're just gonna kind of hop story to story Vance, do you want to start off or Todd? I don't care. I can start off. All right, let's hear some. Um, Lay it out there. Every detail. Okay, so... There you were. First, big shout-out to Dave. Uh, who this story is about. Um, I think a one-in-a-million story. We were talking about this, but... One-in-a-million. So I'm, I'm trolling along. And uh, podcast listener, client, been out with me and Todd. Uh, he's up at Chautauqua. And he's like, hey, I'm up at the lake. I'm like, sweet. You know, that's great. What are you doing? I'm trolling. Okay, wonderful. He's still new to trolling, too. He's still new to trolling. Uh, he came out with me and he came out with me in August. We had a good day. And he wanted to learn how to troll. He essentially came out because he wanted to practice trolling, understand the spread, uh, went over to Andy's. Andy rigged him up with this, how can I not avoid this word, custom uh, track uh, built onto, he has a bass tracker. And, uh, so, so the bass tracker has an extruded gunnel that is, I'm going to say, like an oval shape. It, it's it's kind of mm -hmm. flat on the top, but it isn't. So I tailor-made some mounts so he can put track on there. So I avoided nice to see what There you go. Uh, yeah, and it, it looked great. So when he brought his boat up, he was having some difficulty with, you know, setting up his down rods, his out rods, and he wanted to do some planer boards and stuff. Well, he was... Telling me about the down rod. I was slicing line. I was losing lures. I was tangling things. And I'm like, you know, of course, you initially you think like, okay, uh, you know, is the lure tuned? Like, you know, you try to start small. Uh, and 
you know, he eventually got everything pretty much set up. We switched out some of his rods uh, from down rods to out rods and, you know, vice versa and switched them up. I think what he was using, what, what he had on him, um, we decided to go with like these eight footers as a, as a down rod, which is a little bit long. And, uh, you know, especially for a bass tracker that sits very low to the water. Um, but that's what he had and he made it work and he was running good spreads and stuff like that. So, but he's up at Chautauqua and he's trolling. He's letting me know how he's doing and stuff. And, uh, I'm getting ready to like, you know, turn in for the day and I'm trolling along and I hear that rod. My, my rod just start going. It was, I had a boss shout out. I had like a boss shout out, like 60 feet or something. And I start hearing tick, 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 tick. I'm like, oh man, I think I got like a catfish or something on there. Meow. Or, you know, something else. On it. You know, so I start reeling this in and I'm like, okay, this isn't a fish. This is something. I'm kind of thinking it's like a rod. I'm not sure yet. And I'm reeling, and I'm reeling, and I'm reeling. And then I see a lure connected to my lure. It happens to be another boss shad. <laughs> Except this, bo this boss shad is a seven-inch boss shad. And it's a big, giant goldie. And I'm like, holy crap. And they're connected with like by the back treble hooks one little hook so i see that and i'm like oh man you know i gotta keep this thing i gotta keep good tension on this because you Try know one little... i really want this lure yeah i'm like man yeah. this is great but <laughs> when i'm doing this i'm like i know this is dave's i was like i know this is dave's because he's like what should i run in this down rod you know what i'm saying i'm like here's you know this is i would use this bigger one you know yeah. especially if you're gonna especially if you're gonna be losing rods you know you should run all these expensive baits i'll try to pick them up when you lose them. But, uh so yeah he uh you know i they were connected right at the hook at the, at the back hook it was crazy no i'm gonna stop um, you here because i want people to really think about this so when you have a bait, a crankbait trolling, in my eyes, the diving lip seems to be the lowest point. Not always, but you can you can watch some videos of these crankbaits and stuff hitting logs and rocks, and they tend to kind of like do this tip up and over, and there's sometimes that they don't get snagged. So that back hook almost had to reach out and high-five the other bait because it's hiding behind the bait body and the lip and the, the fishing line, which does act like a guard to, to an extent. Mm -hmm. It's literally once-in-a-lifetime hookup that they connect up with each other because if that bait... if, if if that bait was sitting there suspended because it was, you know, it couldn't float to the surface... It's that hook is kind of going to be up. The, the the hook hanger will be up, but the hook will be hanging down because down, it wants yeah. to sink. Yeah. It would have had to pass so perfectly mm -hmm. that they clink clink together. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going in my mind. But I, I would think that. I, mm-hmm. But anyways, go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, real, real quickly, we talked about that one that I caught earlier this season where the hooks were already rotted off mm-hmm. and it, it went through. So that bait was hanging upside down. It went through the, my hook went through the eye screw mm-hmm. Wow, on the back where the back hook would have been. There is no second chances with that one. No, but I think you're getting the feeling of how much time Vance and I are spending trolling out here right now. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is that... But this is happening on a regular basis here. <laughs> now, obviously the amount of time that, that with what Vance's story had passed from when the bait entered the abyss to where it was caught mm-hmm. is not as long as hooks rotting off. Mm-hmm. But how many, mm-hmm. how many times did you guys have to pass the rotted hook bait before you finally ringer it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, right. Yeah. Because it, it does happen. I mean, I, I've got, we've got other, I've got two other rods this year. Now they weren't always, sometimes I hooked a line, but you know, there are areas that are, that were fishing all the time. Now, one of the ones I caught was in there a long time. The other one looked like they dropped it the night before, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vance. They're, they're areas. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was crazy. So, you know, it, I see this coming up. I get, you know, the two lures are connected. One's a four inch bush had the other one's a seven. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I know this is Dave. So I get it in, I grab the bait and I reel the, you know, just hand line, uh, the rod and reel in. And, uh, you're expecting to have a body on the I, other end of that rod. I, I was like, man, I got a rod. This is sweet. You know, cause I've lost so many. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know this, I know this is Dave's. So I call him immediately i'm just like hey man he's like what's up i was like you lost a rod and he's like yeah i was like i have it i caught it you know and, it was, <laughs> and he mo- he motored over to me and and i handed him the rod and he was just going you know they were going crazy and I had, he had his buddy with him and he's just like that's one in a million i think he said one in a trillion because it really was. I mean, they just lost it. He was probably all down on himself, you know. And uh, like 15 minutes later, I'm like, here, here's, you know, here's the rod. Yeah, the Why bearings aren't even wet yet. It never happens to me, ever. <laughs> you know, just freaking gone. But, you know. One in a trillion, one in a million, whatever it is, it worked out, and the rod got returned, and I'm glad it did, because Dave's a good dude, so I still haven't, I still have not found anything that I've lost in the lake, or on the road, <laughs> or anything. Or at the ramp. Like that. Yes. Nothing. But, neat stuff. Same bait. Made it even cooler. Yeah. So, bosses sticking together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and then, you know, this, 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 it happens in waves for me when I just go through this like shit storm of losing everything or like breaking stuff. I don't know what it is, but like, it's just happened this whole last week. Uh, you know, I lost another rod. 
I broke a crap ton of rod holders. Okay, so uh, tell us about losing the rod. Okay, so uh, it was my down rod, and I was in some pretty big waves. The biggest waves I've ever seen on Chautauqua. Ever. I'm like, these aren't, I'm like, they, they, come on, these are like two and three foot waves, right? And then, I was, and then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, these are not two and three foot waves. That is a, that is a four foot wave right there. That's a giant. And I'm like, this is really insane and stupid uh, that I'm out here right now, but it's kind of fun. Anyway. Are you, the whole time you're thinking, I'm going to interrupt you. The whole time that you're out there, when you finally realized that you're in, you know, you're in, you're in some, some big waves. Like at any point in there, did you just kind of throw up your arms and say, "If the sea takes me, it takes me"? No. <laughs> okay. Because I had. It's kind of fun being out there and that stuff. You had no fear Especially, whatsoever. No, like because you, I feel like you have a security blanket with you know, a, a bigger motor and stuff like that. You know, it would suck if I was in, you know, like... Uh, My boat? <laughs> a, a, with a 9-9 tiller out there, you know. But at any given point, I could have just, you know, motored up over the waves and got in safely. So it's just kind of fun to test your rig mm-hmm. and see what it can handle, you know. And it, it's, it's quite neat, but... um. You know, I'm in these big waves, and I'm trolling with them. So it's really comfortable until you would make a turn uh, mm-hmm. to go parallel with them or, of course, back through them. Uh, everything seems like it's really, you know, really pleasant. Oh, yeah. Isn't it, isn't it funny how I'm uh, sure you've had this happen where everyone's I'm like, gonna, oh, my gosh, I was just going to say this. It got really calm. Like that, no, no, it didn't. <laughs> that, they, they say it all the time. Yeah. Well, oh, nice the wind now. stopped. <laughs> You're like, no. We, it's it's both not. not even in gear, and we're <laughs> doing 4.5. <laughs> you notice how <laughs> people are like, how come, how come you're speeding up so much sometimes? Does that trigger them? I was like, no. Because <laughs> I was idling. Cause we, were, we were drift fishing, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Drift trolling. <laughs> now I have the twenty horsepower, almost floored, so that I can make this turn and we can go <laughs> back through this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People always say that when you it, it's it's classic. Oh, yeah, it's the nice wind, now. The wind changed. I can't believe the wind died down like that. <laughs> <laughs> My God! Like <laughs> I used to talk a lot about it. Now I'm just like, yeah, just wait a couple minutes till I turn around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah. yeah they quit. Yeah, yeah, the hell yeah it's it. crazy. The, the weather is very, <laughs> very unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. I predict I that we're going to get up some... here in like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bet you a hundred bucks minutes. that it's going to get really bad here soon. Because <laughs> I'm going back past that point because we got that fish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh. I, I kind of lost my train of thought because I was so <laughs> silly. But, uh, so essentially what happened was I was trolling with the waves, and boom, the rod goes off. 
and we fight the fish and we release the fish. When I did that, uh, the boat turned a little bit. So I'm rocking in the troughs now, you know, parallel with these waves and it's rocking and it's rocking and it's rocking. And the fish hit like a short line or something, you know, and we reeled it in and I got it off at the leader and was done with it. And I'm like, okay, cool. These waves are huge. Can you be like, look at these things. That's incredible. Boom. Kick the boat in gear. Look back. One, two, three, four, five rods accounted for. <laughs> I'm like, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Oh you start God. opening. I'm like, I did it again. I lost a freaking rod. You know, I was like, I can't believe it. I was so pissed that I lost. Did you, did you check the God box? I checked everywhere. I looked, <laughs> up for like, okay. I looked over top of everything. I was looking all over the place. So I, and I couldn't get six, you know. It just, I could not get six. There just wasn't six around, yeah. Mm-mm. So did you go back and through that spot to try to find it? I did. I, I did. I, I threw everything in the bottom of the boat, and I tried to follow that, that you know, I, the track you create on your GPS and stuff. And it just, it was the worst conditions to do that in. The conditions made it even worse because, you know, the waves were huge, and the wind was going nuts, and you can't see anything. Because it's like, you know, white capping. You're in the white caps, and... You're going up into them. You're turning back around. You're zigzagging. I'm just like, this is a, sh- this is done. You know, I'm so upset, <laughs> and I'm so upset, and I'm zigzagging like extremely hard, and the motor's blowing out, and I'm just like, ah, and I'm low on gear. I'm low on rods. I'm low on rod holders. I'm low on everything. You know, I'm just like, man, this season's like, I'm taking a beating out here, and. uh so after I calmed down and stopped, like, cavitating my motor, I I just kind of, I just kind of killed it. And I said, this was the line. I found the line, like the original line that I made where I lost it. And I was the, the, looking the for line, the turn. The line on the graph, not the fishing yeah. line. Right. Okay. The line on the graph. And I was, I was looking for the turn uh, that I made, like, when I, ki- when I stopped the motor and, and we fought the fish and released the fish. And I was looking for that. I found it. I drove up, I would say like a, I don't know, probably about 500 yards or so and just drifted. And I was like, I'm going to look at it because when you shut everything down and you're just kind of rocking there, it's pretty peaceful. And that's just something I needed after completely, you know, like bed shitting myself on the water again <laughs> and <laughs> losing a rod. So I'm just sitting there rocking in the waves looking for this thing. And I, sure enough, I found it. You found so I didn't it? Even know that, yeah, I didn't I, even know all this happened. Yeah, yeah, I found it. I couldn't believe it. There, I'm rocking and I'm just like, there it is. I, I can't believe it. The, you saw the, the lure? lure? The lure is right yeah. there floating. In this giant trough. And I didn't even have to move the boat. All I had to do was get down and reach and grab it. That's great. It. And when you reached, you fell in. I, I, I was like really giddy because it worked. <laughs> and I, I was like, I, you know, I better just like, 
better not go so quickly at this lure. I'm, I am going to fall in. It, I couldn't believe it. That's great. Okay. That lure that I found. Do you remember which one it was? No, but I think I know the rest of the story because I know what happened yesterday. Yeah. In that, I found that lore. And how about you tell us what all this connects? Because I don't know. I found that Lauren rod, and like a half an hour later, should I just tell the whole thing? I guess I'll tell the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's advanced this story night. night. Yeah. yeah, I guess. So <clears throat> I find this lure. We continue to fish. It, like I said, it's just terrible swells everywhere. I'm with my fiance. This is the first day off in a while. We did charters, worked all over the place, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go out and let's go fishing, honey. Let's just enjoy each other, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we were blessed with like 30-mile-an-hour, 50-mile-an-hour gusts and four-foot waves. And I'm like, okay. And you're losing rods and you're screaming. losing rods and all this stuff. Very relaxing. It was very relaxing. We caught a fish. We lost a rod, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, let's just continue going with the waves. And, you know, the further I went down, the worse the waves got. And I was really enjoying myself. But she was not at all. Why not? She was getting sick. <laughs> she was getting sick. Did you these say, were... look at the horizon and eat these saltines or pretzels? <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, we had like seltzer water and pretzels i got pictures of all that stuff are looking absolutely miserable and just like i want to kill you <laughs> and i'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> never we were, felt more we alive driving, we were driving along and i was i was giggling like crazy and i was looking at her when i was cutting across the lake and running parallel with these waves and i've never seen it before on chautauqua but like the the whole backdrop was a wall of water and, you know, and then I would pop up on top of the wave and then you'd go down in the trough <laughs> and you would just see a wall of water. Like, I think my boat was disappearing out there. And with the, like, with the side skirts and, like, the bimini on there, I'm pretty tall on the water. You know, you, you, know, you could definitely see it. Uh, but you know, for that to happen, I think I was, like, disappearing in these troughs. And we were the only ones out there. <laughs> Like, so I don't understand stupid. why. I mean, so how would you know if your boat disappears? You guys might be like 180 from each other. Person's like, no one's out here. And then when they're going down, you're coming up. You're like, yep, no one. There's no one. And then you guys we were, collide. We were the only ones out there. And I'm like, honey, it's like worth it. And I was getting like real, like just having fun, enjoying myself, trying to, you know, just. Whatever, because I knew she was having a horrible time. The funny thing was, was the rods got the boat kept cleaned going. out. Yeah, the the rods kept going off. And when the rods would go off, she has to fight the fish. That's just what we do in Inetta. And she's like getting pissed. She's like, "Oh my god, you want I'm me like, to do Jesus. this again?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry. Like, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta do it. You know, you gotta." <laughs> reel this thing in and she's like falling over falling in like you know it's just crazy uh you know the the waves were the biggest like i said the biggest i've ever seen on that lake 
uh, absolutely crazy. And, it, and I was like, I was falling and, you know, she was falling over and I, I, I'm all bruised up from that day. And I was sending pictures or video clips of, uh, of what was happening. Like when I turned into the waves, I was taking waves of these, you know, four footers over to bow and just completely washing out my boat. <laughs> I mean, it was just like waterfalls. From the front casting platform down into the cockpit, I was like, "Wow, this is incredible!" I, when I got like, that video, I got to describe this as best I can. So, Vance has a walkthrough. So you have a console, console, and there's like that little aisleway between the the windshield. Now the, it's all closed up, and Vance sent this this video, and it it if you knew what you were looking at, it it gave an accurate representation of how bad it is. But if you didn't know what you're looking at, you're like, wow, is that rain? What what's going on there? The only way that I could describe it is if you were in the bow of the boat and you had a five gallon bucket of water and you dump that water and it's going between the consoles and cascading down the little step area there. Mm-hmm. When it is at its max, the flow from a five gallon bucket, make that just about constant for the full ten second video that you took. Mm-hmm. It like mm-hmm. never let up of the initial I like the, gust. I like the part when it first came through. You know, there was no talking other than you heard Vance's voice say, Yes, the bilge is on. <laughs> he pans to the back. <laughs> and if at that, he's, he's talking to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, yes, the bilge is on. We are not going to sink. <laughs> so, sending these this... videos with giggling in the background. Yeah. <laughs> the water is building up in front of his casting deck because it's molded, molded in. And there's a, there's like a, I don't know, a floor drain that yeah. obviously couldn't keep up to where if you had to go back there and walk and stand there to reel in a fish, it would be. <laughs> If you, you, if you wore sneakers, <laughs> if you wore sneakers that went up to like the little ball thing of your heel, your, your, your ankle there, your feet would be underwater. It was just collecting mm. there so quickly mm. that I can understand why a person wouldn't, would be like the rod went off again and now I got to go back here, <laughs> slip and slide because I'm sure. It did not wear <laughs> the the dried musky slime and poop has now turned into a lubricant with all this water, and if you if you eat it, you're taking a bath. It's not like oh I fell on a wet thing. No, it's splash. I wanted to. Uh, I really wanted to hit up that spot. You know, I had to turn around. Obviously, we talk about it all the time. You got to be able to turn around, and I did it. Even in that, you know, I wanted to get there. Of course. I would never do this with clients. Mm-hmm. But you'd Unless put your were, family up to the task. I just do it with the people that are I'm most comfortable with. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to suck, but we're going to do it. I'm telling you, man. But she, at this point, like she's sick, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just... One more hour. Run, That's all we let's need. Just, let's just run it one more time. You know, let's just do this one more time. We're going to get a big one. I tell her. 
We're going to get a big one. And of course, I'm just like delusional at this point. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> You're <laughs> laughing hysterically. You know, I, we'll get ice cream. We're going to get a big one. You know, whatever. Let's let's just try it one more time. We're out here. I I honestly am enjoying myself. Uh, it was like the most fun I've had on a boat in a long time, just because of you know. Like I said, it seems like hellfire is coming down, but you're safe. Um, even though it doesn't look like it in a video. At least I thought <laughs> I looked safe. You know, probably I wasn't. But um, You're riding the storm out. I'm mm -hmm. telling you. So we're, we do this one final pass. And we're going with the waves. And everything's nice. And Rod goes off. Lori gets up, she starts fighting the fish. I reel in the side rod on the side that she's fighting. Uh, the you going with, the, are you going with the wind? I'm going with, with the with waves. The wind, you know? With the waves at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I kill the motor and, you know, back the motor off at this point and, the boat starts doing its thing. I, I clear the side rod she's fighting on, and I clear the other down rod on the opposite side. I'm like, okay, we're good. How much line are you at? And she tells me. And it's the amount of line that I had originally let out on the lure. And in the interim, I've killed the motor, I've got the net, and I've reeled in two rods. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, this is a nice one, I think, you know? Uh and I see this thing. And it's coming completely opposite side of the boat from where she's fighting this fish. And at this point, we've now turned parallel with the waves. And she's experiencing these, you know, big four-foot rolling, lifting up, and smacking things. And we're getting splashed. And she's losing her footing. And this fish is coming in like a torpedo on the opposite side. And I still have a, a rod out there in no man's land. And I grab it real quick and I'm like, I got to reel this thing in. But at this point, it's too late. The fish is already here. And I see this fish and I can't, I can't believe what I'm looking at. And I go to net the thing and she's behind me on the opposite side of the boat. And I almost get it. In, I, I get its tail in the net. And like right behind the gills. And that thing just said, absolutely not. Jumped right out of the net and started taking off towards the, in the direction of the waves. And I'm just like, oh, I screwed everything up. You know, I missed this thing. And I'm talking like, ah! you know, I'm like screaming yeah. like that. I get <laughs> like crazy. I'm just like, oh my God, I screwed everything up. Well, it turns and it comes like, you know, right back at us. And there's this big trough and boom, boom, the, you know, the, the, the side rod that's still out is, is pretty much buried. And with it moving with the waves, you can see that last islet, like stabbing down into the water underneath that last islet. You can also see this giant fish coming and saying, I am going to completely wrap myself up in this and screw your day up. <laughs> And that's exactly what it did. It dove. It went completely around that side rod. 
and I'm watching drag peel out through it. And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta move. You gotta come up here. I can't, I can't net the thing. You know, the next time, if we get another chance at, at this, it's going to come up and I'm going to have a rod in, in the way and I'm just not going to be able to scoop this, <laughs> you know? So she, she, she takes a step forward. She's rocking like crazy. And I, I bury the bag. It's in the complete wrong direction of the fish. It goes out the other way. It's all, it's all wrapped up in this, in this freaking side rod. And I just, I'm screaming. I, I have it again at this point, like tail and gill plate. And the bait's like barely in her, in, in this fish's mouth now. And I'm screaming back up, back up. And she's not, and Lori's not backing up. And I, she can't hear me. I like scream as, as loud as I can. And like angry as I can, you know, just, I need this. I need Jared to just back up just like four inches for me to get the final side, like its head right into the net. I scream back up. I'm screaming. It sounds like so horrible. If anybody saw this anywhere, they would just be like, what in hell? They call the police. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fish is in the back, <laughs> you know, it's in the bag. I can't believe it's in the bag after all that. And I'm, I'm scared to death. It's going to jump back out because we're in these big waves. And Lori doesn't even know it's in the bag yet because she's like rolling all over the place behind me. Falling. We got this thing in the bag, you know, and I don't say anything. I'm like drained at this point. And she's like, what happened? She thought the thing got off. Oh, and I'm, I'm like, it's in the bag. I don't know how, but it's in there. And it's a giant. I blacked out. It's the lore that we lost. Wow. <laughs> it was caught on the lore that we that we lost originally, like an hour earlier, and found, and fished with. That this fish hit, and it happened to be biggest fish of the season and the biggest fish for Lori. Um, and it was just, you know, just one of those hilarious, special, stupid, should not have been out there stories where it's like, I shouldn't, I should not have gone out. I went out and we were blessed with these hilarious memories. Uh, and yeah. I mean, I, ju I still can't believe that that fish stayed on. It should have not been in the net. So awesome. Some things are meant to be. Yeah. When, when yep. the fish finally, when you finally realized the fish hit the bag, did the bait pop out? Absolutely. That's the way it happens. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's why I was so like, I was like, oh, shit, that thing's unpinned. Like, it could jump out of this net if I'm not, if I'm not careful because of what the waves were doing. So I did my best to turn the boat and go, you know, go back with the waves just until I got that fish out of the, uh, out of the, out of the bag. But I mean, just a giant, unbelievable, really. Uh, I, I was, I still can't believe that stuff. And, you know, man, that, that might've been my favorite fishing experience. <laughs> You know, with in, in most memorable, maybe favorite muskie ever. 
that fish on such a, just a wing and a prayer, you know, and there's so much more that happened that day. And I don't even, do we want to get into this part of the story of what happened prior to this of us going out? I really didn't want to go out. The weather really wasn't, was part of it. Well, I, but if you, if you want to do it, go for it. I mean, I mean we got, we got time. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let, let's talk about Lee. Cause this would be a good, uh, you know, that's a highlight to a day that was not going. No, it was going terrible. Well, I mean, yeah. Not going well. I didn't even know you guys went out. So, so this is a backward story. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's a backward story. So let's rewind. So the the ending is in the middle. Mm-hmm. And the middle is at the beginning. Yeah. So let's end this story with the beginning of the story. Let's do it. That's like a good movie nowadays. Like there's a twist. Yeah. Yes. This is, the like this is what happened, but it almost didn't. It's inception. Did it happen? You know, uh, I don't know, Todd, can you, can you like preface this for a okay, minute? I'll, I'll preface it. You got you and Lori. We're going to go out. My guys canceled. Smart play. Yes. They canceled. Well, you guys got fish, but was- my guys canceled. Older guys, they were not up to it, and I knew they weren't. I knew who they were, and I was like, yeah, let's do this another day. They were not going to have fun. Uh, so I was down. I went and did my stuff, shopping, stuff like that. And uh, I was looking at the lake, and it's the, the huge waves. I said, yeah, Vance, it's really bad out there, but he and Louie are going to go anyhow. Not an early start talking like 10 o'clock or something you guys were going to start mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you guys proceeded to get down to the boat launch get ready to go and yeah so i'm down there at the I, boat I like I, okay i'm gonna say this at first i'm like why do we tell the story this way i like how we're ending we're gonna end mm-hmm. the show on this i like how we did this so yeah. that's my approval go for it I'm down with the boat ramp. We take two cars because we're always cognizant of emergencies if somebody has to get back quick to our girls. The dogs. So, yeah, our girls, Andy. I I just, I I want people to know that you're not leaving children (laughs) by themselves. (laughs) Yeah, we left the kids back at the camp so we could go fishing and... (laughs) Tsunami style waves. <laughs> I'm saving you here. Oh God. Anyway, so I get down there. It's just me. You know, so I just go through the routine. I uh You've done this once or twice, boat. right? Yeah. Unstrap the boat. I put the the bimini up, put the side skirts up, uh you know, the little piece of plastic from the walkthrough windshield to the floor so you're all nice and bundled in there and uh getting ready and then i was i was alone but i was met by this this dog i'm like oh hey what's up man you know it's a dog cool sweet you know this isn't like a, a furry I mean, like, a furry waggy yeah. tail dog 
I usually get screwed up if somebody comes and meets me when I'm, you know, I'm doing the boat and stuff. But, the, you know, this dog's cool, so I'm good with it. But, of course, the dog has an owner. And the owner starts coming up, and it's just typical, like, boat ramp talk, you know. Anybody listening to this podcast has probably had that before. Going out fishing, pretty rough out there. Yeah, yeah, we, we are. I'm just... You know, we're going to head out for a little bit here. Uh, what are you going for? Muskies, you know? Yeah, muskies. Um, you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, you know, we're going out for muskies, blah, blah, blah. Have you been doing any good? Yeah, I've been doing good. How was yesterday? Yesterday was good. How many did you get? Ten. Ten. You know, well, bullshit. This guy starts getting aggressive. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay, man, whatever. Here's what, here's what I left out, though. He, he walked up and he said something really mean initially. And he said, like, he said something derogatory about, like, how nice the boat was. Something like somebody's, somebody's somebody, somebody, Yeah, somebody. You guys are spoiled. You guys are spoiled. There you go. That's that was it. Was. You guys are spoiled. I'm like, okay, whatever that means, you know, but I always have a smile on, you know, always give people a second chance, a third chance, you know, before I really just, I'm like, I'm turning back into my old self. I don't want to do this, you know, (laughs) he's turning uh, green and growing. (laughs) And, uh, so anyway, this guy goes through that and he's like, bullshit. I've been fishing up here for 50 years. And uh, he starts getting more aggressive. And he's like, oh, you're Muddy Creek. He says, oh, you're Muddy Creek. You're nothing but a bunch of rich pricks who are overcharging people. You got the Pennsylvania and Ohio muskie crowd wrapped around your fingers but I know real musky fishing and I know that's bullshit about the 10 fish. Right. And this is why I hate talking like, you know, numbers and stuff like that all the time. I hate saying it, you know, but when you're in that heat of the moment, where are you at yesterday? How many? How big? What size? And you're just like, uh, uh, 10, you know, whatever. And, uh, so that guy said that, and at this point, I was like, "Man, I am, I'm like boiling right now." You know, I can't believe this guy says this. He says, "You know, you're a bunch of rich pricks overcharging people. You got Ohio and Pennsylvania wrapped around your finger." I'm, he said, "I'm from New York," and you know, but essentially, like talking stuff on like. Anybody that comes and fishes a lake from Pennsylvania and Ohio, and, you know, you're, you're following. You know, the people that come from out of town to fish Chautauqua, who are also bringing in money to the, to the area, too. But, you know, but this guy obviously could care less about this at this point. But we're um, not going to bring up any names. We'll just call him Bill. We'll just call him, call him Bill, sure, yeah. Which is and, his name. Which is his name, yeah. So he says, <laughs> like, like, 
all this stuff. So he's obviously paying attention to, you know, what some of the other people that, you know, that, that fish the lake, you know, and are having unbelievable success and doing it very well. Uh, and he's obviously mad at everybody that is doing well. Uh, you know, so that means that's jealousy. Um, so didn't he, say, yeah, did, didn't he say you guys, the Pennsylvania high guys know nothing? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that, that's where it continued after this. It yeah. was just like a, a big buildup. Like after he said, he was like, you got them wrapped around your fingers. You believe in you and all this stuff. He's like, I'm from New York. I know what real muskie fishing is. And I know that that's bullshit. And then, so, you know, he, he just essentially said that like he was better than everybody that fishes on the lake. And he thinks everybody's lying and all the pictures are the same fish just blown up and just, you know, that's Photoshop and what you see on, on the internet, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but this guy wasn't hiding behind the keyboard. He was right there. You know, he was about like 20 feet from me. And then I started closing the distance. I started getting a little bit closer and I started getting just a little bit closer and I could just see in his eyes, I could see fear. And then I saw the back of his head. You, you start, he starts running. He starts running. running. <laughs> and he's running. And he's running up to his car and he's MFing me just a little bit more on his, on his way out. And while this was happening, you know, my fiance was coming around the corner and she had parked and she saw this. And I just told her I was like, get in the car. And she knew like, you know, something was really up. She was like scared to death. And I was just, I was going after, I don't know what, what happens in that situation. You know, if I get, if I get a hold of them, you know, it just, <laughs> if I get a hold of them. you know, I just, I, but, but because he started to cower down and run, I, I could see reason again, which was good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so nothing else escalated after that. But this guy attacked me at my boat, uh, got information out of me, didn't like it, and then just vented. I just like, I don't know how, like, how much frustration. I uh, just took it all out on me about you know other people's success on the lake plus our guide company and he just you know just was verbally abusive and you know you can only take so much and i just wanted to talk i just wanted to talk to the guy a little bit closer you know and just like how, how you know you want to you want to sit these people down and be like well how do you come on i mean wh what are you talking about man let's let's see some reason here the guy never wanted to be reasonable it's mm -hmm. almost like he he came over to me just to vent and yell about musky fishing so you know i was you know i just i'm like feeling blood going through me right now i wanted to forget about it but i guess we'll we'll revisit it on this podcast but uh you know it's just everything you see on the internet happened face to face in person there with somebody that I had no idea who he was. He knew exactly who I was and he just attacked me and took out all his aggressive, all of his aggression on me. 
He got it off his chest. But, you know, I mean, what a, what a complete clueless, ignorant, grumpy man. Yeah, they can't relate. You know, and uh, so I was banged up about this. I was pissed. You know, I was like, "I'm let's just go. Let's just go. This isn't meant to be. I'm, we're not going fishing today. I can't believe somebody did this. You know, came up and did that. I just wanted to have a nice day. I just wanted to have a nice day, and uh, you know, that had to happen." You know, Mr. Big New York Musky Fisherman Man. Of course, there's very nice New York Musky Fisherman. Uh, but certainly not this guy. He hit me with the, I've been doing this for 50 years thing. He must have been doing it like when he was like five or something. Yeah, I'd never seen his boat on the water. Anyway. Yeah, just, I, mean, I guess you do this. We'll just call here. Bill. Yeah, we'll just call him Bill. Just uh, <laughs> insane. Yeah, and and it it extends further. I mean, because there's some other people we know. Just in the last, I'm gonna say the last month or so, and it, it like you hit it perfect. People will hide behind the keyboard and do this. Someone, you know, gets excited, catches a big fish, you know, shares it with the community, and then all of a sudden. Out of the woodwork, these little messages or shots at stuff. I mean, I, I guess I don't get it. I mean, I, I have the urges sometimes when I see a post and I'm like, don't don't get in. Don't get sucked into this one because there's something mm. that you want to point out or something that just isn't quite right or something like that. But, these, you know, normally for me, it's a technical thing. It's math. It's something provable. But like when people get worked up on that stuff, I mean, it, I, I in that situation, I'm like, what was this guy really thinking to really want to come at you like that? Because it at that point, he almost had it premeditated, and he had been thinking of you guys. There was yeah. thought that he'd put in prior. It wasn't just like, oh, hum, I'm walking my dog. Hey, look at this. It can, it can stem back a year and a half ago, almost year and a few months. To, to, to uh, like a Facebook post. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes back that far. That's how we know who the guy is. And we yeah, post we... very little. And there's a reason why, because of all this bullshit that happens. Mm -hmm. As I say to Aunt, you know, and Vance and I talked about it because Vance was a little upset, like, oh my gosh, I don't, maybe this, that. And I was like, you know, if someone, you know, here's what would you do? I said, you know, in heat of the moment, you know what you'd do. But it's like, Look, don't talk to me. I'll give you the name of my clients I had yesterday. Let them tell you the story. You don't yeah. believe us. Don't, don't worry about it. That's all that I care about. Who's coming fishing with me? I don't care if everybody knows. We're doing it every day. All season. Uh, not 10 every day. Honest. We're not yeah. getting, getting that many every day. <laughs> that was a good day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a great but day. that's just, yeah, I mean, that's just the way it works out. Uh, you know, so the anger's been building with this guy. Yeah, and it all I mean, it all comes back to that stuff. It all comes back to that, you know, 
seeing some things. You have to do it somewhat. We have to go put something out there because there's a lot of people that are paying so much attention to it. Yes, it does draw some business, you know, by putting a post up every once in a while. But you can back look back through the Muddy Creek posts. We're doing it, you know, 10 times a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like it, when we do it, there's still lots of controversy. We could do it every day if we wanted. I'm not doing that. We're not going to get into that. We don't need it. We have our clients. People know what's happening. Let's take this a little bit different angle. So if that person come at you, you know, we're going to use this one as an example, out of frustration. If this, whatever, mm-hmm. 14 months ago, there was something that came up with this with this individual. And maybe he doesn't like you fishing there because of for whatever reason. And in his mind, he he met you, and if, you know, I, I know that you guys left that launch and went to a different launch. In his mind, if he sees, like, you guys pulling out with the boat, he'd be like, well, that showed him. And, you know, like, just like the people on the internet, you say something that they, you know, they might have no reason to really be mad at you except you said something in a way that they didn't like it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then they come at you, Maybe not necessarily, hey, tear this down, but I don't want you. I'm going to silence you by, I don't want to, I don't even want to say bullying, but, you know, making that a little bit awkward to where next time you're like, ah, oh, I'm really excited about this. Ah, oh, crap. If I put that up, so and so is going to be doing whatever. I, you're, it's going to curb the enthusiasm. And I'm not saying that, like, the, the answer to that is to just dump a big giant post all the time, every time, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. then you look like a fool, but Mm -hmm. really no one should really be there telling you what to do or not to do. No, it's all business for, 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 for my, for Vance and I all about the business Mm -hmm. and happy clients. Yes. I don't care if there's anybody out there knows anything about what we catch. We talk about it a little bit on a podcast, but that's why we don't talk about numbers or what's happening. Lots of our clients know they tell other people and you get other people and you get repeat people. That's all I care about. I don't care what the musky people industry really feels or thinks or cares. You know, I, I don't care. I mean, it's a part of our business too with selling our products, but they, you know, why do I don't want to get involved in that? Why? Yeah. And there's anywhere you look, there's musky drama. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's the, 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 that's the case with every, yeah, every so weird. Yeah. It, so weird. You know, Oh yeah. And all, all these guys deal with it. You know, all of our friends that we've had on here, Greg Thomas, you know, all of a sudden Greg is going to Minnesota. Then he's going to Wisconsin. He's at St. Clair. They deal. you know, these guys deal with it. We're, we're just dealing with one lake here, you know, and whoever this guy is, Bill, we'll call him. Uh, he might've been here. I mean, you can, we looked up, we figured out who he is. Never even seen the boat on this lake. And there's plenty of days, like right now, there was no one at any launches. I was probably the only guy, maybe one other boat that was musky. Well, one other boat, the guys from PA, who he, he said the PA and Ohio guys know nothing about musky fishing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Terrible. Terrible fishermen. They know right. nothing, nothing about musky fishing. So mm-hmm. then he shouldn't have to worry about it. 
then I don't know why he's worrying about it. Yeah. Right. Didn't he tell you, Vance, that that was probably the same fish? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's the same fish. <laughs> there, us, there, there's, 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 there's a bunch of clueless people. Yeah, us PA and Ohio people really are handy with the Photoshop. It's just ridiculousness. It that's is. how the day that was. That's how your day started. That's how my no. day started, you know. And I just wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to stop, you know. I, I just didn't. I didn't feel good after it, and you know, guy threatened me, and you know, I really didn't feel like fishing after. I didn't feel like doing anything. I just wanted to go and chill. And I left, and I, I just to cool off and regain my composure, you know, because it's pretty banged up. Said some hurtful, threatening stuff, and I just said, you know what, to hell with this. We're going out. We're gonna, you know, gonna enjoy our day, have a lot of fun. And you guys have heard that. That's part of the story, and it was well worth it. Uh, yeah, isn't it crazy? How a little shot of adrenaline and what a confrontation that might have lasted maybe a couple minutes max can really set you off for a while. Yeah, it's all part of that. Yeah, it's all part of the I fight or flight and uh you know, and then coming down from that, it's it's something. Man. PA and Ohio guy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great musky fishermen in those states. Kudos yeah. to all those dudes. Yeah, and, and the thing... And ladies. Yeah, the thing is, is it some imaginary line on the ground? Yeah. So. Yeah, so. That's Vance's day. Todd, you got anything else day. to add? Me? Yeah, you got anything you want no, to talk I'm about? good. We're good there. I have not, I've not been con- running. People have not confronted me in the launch or anything. No. All right. <laughs> I don't. I don't have much to say. To well, that guy. We've figured this out. That guy's walked by me in numerous times. He was just burning, you know. You- somehow he he picked Vance is the wrong guy to pick. Yeah. Well, I. I you know, and I. I tried to, to like stop it many times, you know. I was like, "Oh, cool, you know, yeah, good." I had a foot in the in the truck and was like, "Good." And then he just started saying all those things and getting louder and louder and redder and redder. And I was just like, "Okay, I'm not dealing with this anymore." Yeah, complete jerk. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of bad stuff about me. The business, our friends from PO in Ohio, and props keep catching them, keep going out there. Yeah, but you just got to get through it. I mean, there's so much, there's so much cattiness and stuff. You just you ignore know, it. Just go, you just ignore it and keep going and doing doing your thing and having fun. And that's what this is all about: is having fun and catching memories and keeping fish safe and stuff like that all that crap 
I don't want to talk about that anymore. Then we're done. Big thanks, Fat AZ Muskie Products, St. Croix Rods, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, Vicks Marine and Sports Center, Ranger Boats. If you want to own a Ranger, I got one you can own. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, and Muskie's Inc. Big, big thanks to Muskie's Inc. Check it out. Get uh, get involved with your local chapter. Become a member and be part of the greater community. Uh, with that, it's fall fishing, fall fatties. Good luck fishing. Thanks for listening.